Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome back. It's the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. We are very proud to be part of the Variety Sports Network, and the show is originating from the Bradshaw Bourbon Studio. And welcome, everyone, uh, to the Smoke and Mirrors episode, because it's seemingly that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers do to find ways to win. But that's what it really takes in this league. Just win, baby. Uh, well, that was a Raiders guy. Uh, anyway, Ian's <laughs> here. Ben's here. Scarps is here. And boy, do we got a great uh, cadre of loyal followers already in the chat. So welcome to all you. And welcome to everyone who listens. Melvin. On Melvin's board. here. Melvin has returned. Uh, he gave me a very, very kind phone call while I was on my way to Pittsburgh last week and, and just uh, said how great our interview with John Harris was and and the whole show in general. So thank you, Melvin. John and, did a great uh, job. Well, right. Yeah. John, John that really, that wasn't us. John, John kind of carried that interview himself. Uh, well, absolutely. And I'm glad he did because I would have run out of uh, questions anyway. Uh, but <laughs> we were you know very professional while he was on. You, you were, you guys we were, were on our was, best behavior. Was, yeah. It was almost like a, a, a funeral for a while. It was like, wow, <laughs> these guys actually do know how to read the room. And then, and then, <laughs> Yeah, and then and then once John left, it was it was like somebody it was a shit a show. Uh, yeah, well, that's what it normally is. But uh, hey, Steelers win twenty three nineteen over the Packers. Now they'll play in Cleveland at one o'clock on Sunday, and uh, we'll be playing a backup quarterback. In fact, it'll be a rookie, uh, Dorian Thompson. Uh, what is it? Robinson. Robinson. I was going to yeah. say Rainier for some reason. Uh, <laughs> must be thinking of cherries or something. Uh, DTR, as they like to call them. And uh, if you're watching the game tonight while we're recording, the, the Ravens have a 21-10 uh, lead at half on the Bengals. But the real story is that uh, Mark Andrews, the tight end for the Ravens, left with a, a looks like a pretty significant ankle injury. And uh, Joe Burrow, wow, shades of Ben Roethlisberger um, throwing the ball and just immediately bending over in pain, kind of grabbing at his, his arm, uh, wrist area, and uh, went into the locker room. And he's he's apparently questionable, but uh, didn't look good. And, uh, you know, Lamar so, went down too. For Lamar, Lamar also bit. went into the blue tent. And and so it's been a really really strange night over in uh, in Baltimore. But uh, again, welcome everybody. We'll talk a little We're bit more about land. our game coming up. Um, but anyway, great to have everybody here. And um, Scarps, um, if I'm going to give you an if, and I, I don't really like doing this because I had this question all ready to go, and then Deshaun Watson was gone That's for fine. the season. But let's do it. If if the Steelers go in and win Sunday in in Cleveland, mm -hmm. do, do you take this team any ser more seriously? Um, it it depends. If if this is if this is another sixteen thirteen nineteen sixteen, if they get to nineteen points against this defense, I think I'll give them a pass. But yeah. I, I really do think it, it comes down to some context and a little bit of nuance in these games. Um, Cleveland's defense is is the best defense in the league. Um, yeah, they, they are. are they're they, their are due. Yes, they, they are 
and they are pissed off. They are at, and and whether you know, and I and I, we've talked about this. Bulletin board material is real. They are going to use this Deshaun Watson news mm-hmm. to their even though it's their own bulletin board material. Um, but they're going to use this to their advantage. Um, they are not afraid to to get in your ass, as I've said many times. They are mm-hmm. not afraid to to stack the box and make. And play not one afraid on to one. take a helmet and club you over the head with it, you know. Well, whatever you know, it that takes. was, that was, you know. Listen, man, we we all talk about second chances, but but that was um. Here's what here's what I think is going to have to happen. Kenny Pickett is going to have to use his arm to beat this team, yeah. and that is scary to me because it has been a long. Like, have we have we ever seen him actually do it? Like, I mean, yes, he has these game winning drives on him, but I'm talking about like he's going to have to make clutch throws all game to to beat this team. That's what I think is going to happen. And, nice. and it is a huge test for him. This is a huge moment for him. Um, but if the Steelers eke one out 13 to 10, I don't think that changes anything. But if they if they win 24-10 or something like that, I might be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a fair take. You know, I, I because I'm the same way. You look at the way they could win and, of course, the way they could lose. But – um, Ian, how, how would you feel about this team if they go in and win uh, in Cleveland? So prior to the Deshaun Watson news, when it looked like we were going to have to play, you know, a f- pretty much full strength Browns team other than Nick Chubb, but they've filled in for him quite nicely. And, you know, a full strength Bengals team. I kind of felt like if we took one out of two in Ohio, that we'd have a really darn good chance of making the playoffs. Cause if we, if we came out of these next two games at seven and four, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're, you're looking at potentially only needing three more wins down the stretch to get to 10 wins, which with seven teams getting into the playoffs for all intents and purposes, probably gets you in. Cause a lot of other teams have to play each other still mm-hmm. like objectively, are we a better team than the Bills or the Chargers? No, but we have better records than them right now. Yep. And at the end of the day, it's not yep. your PFF rating. It's not your SAS rating. It's not an NCAA committee ranking you that gets you into the postseason. It's your wins and losses. So I think we might be better than the Chargers. I'm, I, the Bills, no, but I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. We're better than the Chargers only because Brandon Staley's their head coach. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. that I've seen a number of instances going back and, and looking at Justin Herbert where he had opportunities to to win games. He, they they're, their their defense is pretty awful, too. Yeah. They're okay. not good. The, the, but the hang on, hang on. Stands. All right. If we get one of two in Ohio, yeah. I really like our chances to make the playoffs. I, I, I get that. Yep, yep. Ben? The, the Justin Herbert thing just is that he – I've seen where he had multiple opportunities to to get a game-winning drive, and he hasn't come through. And the great quarterbacks, that happens for them. And the bad ones, okay, he's not bad. He's incredibly talented. It's just really weird, okay? Mm-hmm. It's really weird that a guy who's that talented cannot win games. He's the sub-500 quarterback as a starter. Mm-hmm. He's actually 500, and he has 14 game-winning drives. But I agree, he he's – I. This year he hasn't. He's not risen in his moments. He has fourteen game-winning drives. You didn't hear me. No, I. I is that what you yes. said? He had fourteen, 14. game. Yeah, I, I. 
Oh, my bad. I didn't know if I phrased it. 14 game winning drives. He's, he's, he's 500 as a quarterback, but yeah. he only has one game winning drive this he's year. He's 500 as a quarterback because they've, they've won a couple of games in a row. <laughs> and I mean, hey, we all can't be Kenny Pickett here, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, and, and Pickett's not good. I mean, you know, we know this. I'm just saying, as a team, I think the Steelers are better than the Chargers. But getting to back to the question at hand, uh, would I take the team seriously if they won in Cleveland? I agree with a lot of what Scarp said. I think that the Browns are going to come out. They're going to load the box. We're going to be looking at, seriously, nine and ten man boxes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to play press, and then they're going to drop into cover three or cover one. And uh, they're going to dare Kenny to throw the ball. I'm not going to say he's going to have to have clutch passes the entire game. I think he's going to have a lot of one-on-one opportunities. But he's going to have to make those throws. And if he can't, it's going to be a problem. And and the Steelers are not going to win this game. Uh, it, it falls down to him this week. And, yes, the, the Browns have got something to prove. They want to prove that that last game was a fluke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, there was a there was a pick six by Deshaun Watson. There was a fumble by Deshaun Watson that was returned for a for a touchdown. Right. Uh, there were six six sacks in that game. Six. Okay. You can argue all you want about T.J. Watt being ineffective. The guy had a sack, four quarterback hits, uh, two tackles for loss, and he returned a fumble for a touchdown. Yes, they minimized his impact. Because they kept doubling and tripling him and, and chipping him and going all the but it, yep. it just created opportunity for the other guys in the team. And mm-hmm. the team, the Steelers had six sacks in that game. Okay. I'm just saying if, if they if they come at us that way again, yeah, it'll minimize TJ. He won't have as much, but it's gonna open up things up for the rest of that D, and it's it's not gonna be easy. I also don't think that that the thing we're gonna have trouble defending this time is the pass. Excuse me. I think I think it is going to be the pass, not the run. I think that the that the linebackers they have are better versus the run than they are the, the pass, mm-hmm. and that they're going to run a lot of RPOs with this kid to try and see what they have got there. Kind of a vanilla offense with a bunch mm-hmm. of RPOs. Um, the pass rush of the Steelers may not be a huge factor this week because the ball is going to come out quick. And they're going to run it a lot. And they're going to run a lot, but the ball is going to come out fast when they throw it. I think that – and I, and I want to I be real about this right now. Deshaun Watson, yes, he had a really good second half against the Ravens. Yeah. But Deshaun Watson has not played well this year. No. He, he has not. He no, has that not second half well. was probably his best half. Yes. And you know what? He was hurt, and, and I give him credit for, for, for you know, rising to the occasion – Having the cojones to do so, I'm not going to. I'm not going to make an inappropriate joke, but I want to. But the 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of confidence right now in Steelers fans because we're facing a backup, and I can remember. I mean, Jacoby Brissett was a backup last year. Yeah. Um, uh, the 2017 opener in Cleveland against a rookie quarterback, Deshaun Kaiser, who actually has worse numbers than Kenny Pickett. Um. I think it was a 21-18 game, Steelers. They struggled with that. So, yes. this is a week-to-week league. Yep. 
keep it as such. Don't worry about don't worry about who's playing next week, who's hurt, who's this, who's that. One at a time. And I'll say this: I think they have an advantage by starting DTF. I'm sorry, DT DTF. DTR. I don't. Think oh, I see where Ryan's so mind is oh, tonight. I, let, me, mm-hmm. let me just finish. Let me just finish. I want to rebut when you're done. Okay. Yeah. Just, the reason I say that is because there is there's tape on PJ Walker. There's obviously tape on Deshaun Watson. This this kid has only his he's made a start, but yeah. there's not a ton of tape on him. Yeah. And I think Kevin Stefanski is a pretty good coach, and he's already outcoached Mike Tomlin when he wasn't even in the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I I don't I just one at a time. Okay, yeah. to, to your point, real quickly, mm-hmm. um, I think those teams that we we mentioned before when we were talking about backups beating the Steelers, um, this was a different team then, and it was a different defense that maybe took that situation too lightly. It just seemed like for those games, the theme on this show was. The defense came out unprepared. They weren't mentally prepared for this. That's why this backup quarterback beat them. Mm -hmm. They took it too lightly, and they got beaten. And I don't think they're taking anything lightly or anything for granted this year. I think this defense knows they have to carry this team because this offense sucks. If they don't know by now. Just being real. Okay? Our offense is not good. Um, We probably can count on them for – 10 to 14 points, 10 to 13 points, tops. 14 is generous. That's two touchdowns. Yeah. So, I mean, what we might get out of this, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll get like 16 points, which will be, you know, that's three field goals. Um, Get close enough to get that. The defense is going to have to keep the other team at 15 points or less. And I think they're aware of this. I think they know it. Oh, yeah. So, I, I just, I don't think they're taking anybody lightly. I'm not super concerned about playing a backup. Uh, I do think that the point that Scarf's made has merit in so much as Terrell Austin isn't going to be able to plan for this kid as well as Minka would someone else that that he's got tape on (laughs) as well as Minka. Well played. played. (laughs) Yeah, it was well played. I think. Uh, um, think, Go ahead. I mean, with with DTR's running ability, though. I, I think you can use some similarities to your Lamar Jackson game plan. I'm not saying DTR is Lamar Jackson, no, but, but with what the Browns want to do with running the ball, they're going to overload the offensive line with extra tight ends. You know, you're going to see a lot of uh, two tight end sets. So you, you may even see them bring in extra offensive linemen, which is something the Ravens do as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not. I agree. It's going to be a fairly vanilla game plan, but you can use elements of other things you've prepared for other teams. That it's not going to have to be a completely new defense that these guys have to learn. And let's not forget, we're down two inside linebackers here. That, right. but on the flip side, we probably have our two best run defending inside right. linebackers playing right. in this game in Mark Robinson and Alandon Roberts, and which works Mike, for us this week, but may not next. Right? Yeah. Right. But my goodness, has Alandon Roberts really started to come into his own as a run-defending linebacker? He's a hammer. Uh, he really he, is. He, there was a play against the Packers where he just like 
threw the polling guard into the running back, and yeah. it was incredible. Um, you know, he met him at yeah. the correct point of attack. He he got yeah. to the outside, and he met him on his outside shoulder, mm-hmm. shoulder, which is yeah. what you have to do when you're setting the edge. And and in that moment, he was the edge setter. Yeah, I agree with you. He's been great. I, I want to. Jen has brought up a couple of of. Yeah. Good points here about the running game. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and I'll that. So if I can go, yeah, and, and I and I'll let you do that. I'm just going to kind of preface uh, uh, for the people that aren't watching. Maybe you know, she, she number one, she asks, you know, how many yards is it going to take this week, especially coming off 205 yards. Um, and and secondly, you know, if Fryermuth does come back as it looks like he will, then how does that affect the run game? If you know, does that cut yeah. down on Darnell snaps? They're not running. Play. They're not not running twelve personnel anymore because it wasn't right. effective. Right. So, so yeah, Ian, let me let me throw it to you. So here's what I'll say: is they faced a lot of nine and ten man boxes against the Packers. The Packers were stacking the box with ten yep. guys most of the day. It's just that the Packers defense sucks and they couldn't tackle. And our offensive line in the first half was doing pretty well. The second half they weren't getting as much push. Mm-hmm. But in the first half the line was doing really well. Even against those 10 man boxes. But I fully expect the Browns, like Scarp said, to do the same thing. They're gonna play, you know, 10 guys at the line, one safety deep probably press the corners on the outside. And really, if I was Jim Schwartz, who's a pretty good defensive coordinator, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. Like, you know, basically just play the outside routes, play outside position with your cornerback yeah. the whole time and let them give give the Steelers receivers inside position because Kenny's probably not going to throw it over the middle of the field. Right. Yeah. And really, the Steelers had – a lot of success. They ran for 205 yards against 10 man boxes, but they're right. not going to be able to do that against Cleveland's 10 man boxes because no. Cleveland's defense is a lot better. A lot than better. And guys, Green Bay was trotting out there. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so do any of you have a number of, of what you think a, a total rushing attack would, would give the Steelers a victory? I'd be really happy if we got to like 130 or 140 in this. Yeah, game. I was thinking one. Yeah, I was going to say 140 would be overachieving. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, 100 is- yards is kind of what I'm expecting right now. And and they're going to be hard fought for yards. We're talking Absolutely. three and a half yards a carry. Yep. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a fist fight. I- yeah. <laughs> Scarps. Najee has played better, and I'm going to give him that. But this is a game where, like, you think it should be a Najee game, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be. He is going to get stuffed, and they're going to need Jalen Warren to be the one that that's the difference maker. What we need is a real power back. And, we need a real I, power back, and that's fine. But we I don't, don't have that guy. No, and I don't think they're going to give up yards regardless. So, you know, I, I think if the Steelers can rush for 100 yards, I think that that definitely benefits them. You might be right. But like I said, this defense for Cleveland is going to be fired up. And yeah. they Especially already, now. With losing they, Watson, they're going to be way fired up. And they already had a good game against us. They had a blown coverage because somebody overtook a crossing route by Muth which I have no idea why because then we're going to throw it to him anyway. And they threw it to Pickens for that big play. And it's like the, I, Jim Schwartz is very tactical. Okay. Um, he, he, this is a good matchup for the Browns. It is not a good matchup for us. Let's not forget, though, that it is Cleveland. And 
Weird shit just happens in Cleveland no, because Cleveland. No, no doubt. No doubt. I'm just saying. I mean, uh, Cleveland always managed to, to Cleveland. I don't know why. I don't understand it. They just always managed to fuck something up. I will say because they're will, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. That's so Brownsy. Is I, I, I and it's not mine. That, that's uh, that's uh, what's his name? Dave. Uh, what's his fuck? Forget it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Dave. Fuck. Who's that? Damashek. It's Dave Damashek. Uh, oh, Damashek. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Brownsy is his. And uh, man, that dude. And I'm like, you're you're fucking right. Because I will the say- weirdest shit happens. For that team, even when they've got all the stars lined up, they still manage to fuck something up. It's like it's like somebody in the 60s sold their soul to the devil so that they could win some AF some NFL championships that nobody even fucking cares about anymore because that was before the Super mm-hmm. Bowl era. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, yeah, well, you can't win anything again ever. It, it feels I mean, like Ernest that Biner, way, doesn't it? Ernest Biner. Think about oh, yeah. all the fucked up things that have happened. Yeah. To that team and that organization, even even when when Baltimore still was there, Baltimore had to leave Cleveland to win, to a, win championship. a championship. Yeah, they had to go to Baltimore to get rid of that hex. the The one thing I will say though is, as much as yes, you're absolutely right, but there's that part of me that's like, you know, when Ben played, he'd beat the Browns like ninety percent of the time. It's just yeah. like you knew, like. It right. was gonna take a, three and one, baby. Somehow, some way. <laughs> it was gonna take it was gonna take a fluke for us to not win. Like that 09 game, which was just terrible. It was so cold. They didn't even warm up. It was so cold. What a fucking right. what a wasted year. Um, but now, I mean, I'd say over the past three or four years, it's a toss-up. I think I I I, I want to say the Browns have won at least one game against us in three of the last four years. And I think that means something. I think that I think that that rivalry is a little bit back. I think they're in a much better place. Excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, than they were. But you're right; it's still the Browns. But and freak, I, just I, just, to... I just want to point out to, to yeah, to go ahead, freak, that the the lucky elf it should actually be a massage table at the center of that field, <laughs> not a fucking elf. So instead of elf on the shelf, elf on the massage table. <laughs> yeah, I mean when you when you mortgage your entire franchise yeah. on yeah. a i'm gonna say it a fucking scumbag like that and guarantee him 230 million dollars and then the dude doesn't even really want to play does he want to play i don't get the sense he really actually does never really feels that way does it no no i mean yeah he played well in the second yeah. half last week and maybe he was injured maybe he wasn't yeah uh but he yeah. went in with what they said was an angle injury at the end of the game and then at you know couple days later uh he's actually gonna have season ending surgery because of uh, a broken bone in his shoulder i tell you what they they that was a very good statement their pr their pr spin on that was very good oh he wanted to play he got shot up multiple times nice yeah he he was dying to play and i'm like that's good pr good for them uh, I, I wanted to point out that Noah mentioned that uh, uh, Sean Hockley is refereeing this game, and Go ahead. Sean, is, Sean is the son of uh, Ed Do it. Ed Big Guns Hockley, and does, as all does, of you know, Ian, Ian a, loves the officials. Does Ian have a grudge against this guy? Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Oh, when Ed Hockley refed a game, you knew there was going to be a ton of penalties. And Sean Hockley's pretty much the same. So there's yep. gonna it's gonna be a flag fest. So just prepare yourselves. Yep. Buckle up. It's gonna as be as long a flag as they fest. call it the same for both teams. 
it's the NFL. They never yeah, call it, it the same for both teams. He uh, his last okay, as time, long as it favors the Steelers. The, the last time <laughs> like he, we got in uh, Los Angeles, he called a Steelers game was the season opener 2022 at Cincinnati. Uh, that's the last time we saw him, and I think we won that were, game. Yep. <laughs> 12 or 13 accepted penalties in that one, if I researched 13? it right earlier. That's not bad. No, no. It's not total. great. Total. It's no. not great, but it's no. not bad. But for a division game. And by the way, I, I, I just want to throw this out there. Well, how do you guys feel about Thursday night divisional games? Fucking hate, suck. That's bullshit. I, I, I hate Thursday night games, yeah. period. But these Thursday divisional night. games, I, I think it's I, – I don't like it. In- I think Thursday night football should be eliminated, and I yes. felt this way. I, I oh, felt, uh, I felt this way. I felt this way for a very long time, and and for and because I had to live through it. And no, I didn't play, and I want to make that clear. But it was a, it was fucking hard for me, and I didn't play. I yeah. can only imagine like what it was like for these dudes. And and I remember, and I'll never forget this. We were on our way home from Cleveland, and I can't remember what year it was, but we were on our way home from Cleveland. On the bus, we bus to Cleveland, yep. to and from Cleveland, and we were playing. We played at Cleveland, and then we played a Thursday night road game. And I remember Mike Tomlin turned around and looked at me and was like, "Ryan, man, how many fucking times have we played? How many fucking times have we played a fucking Sunday road game and then a Thursday night road game?" And I was like, "I don't know. I need to look this up." And and I I I think I tweeted it. I'll see if I can find it here. But the only like. The uh, the only other team in the league that had even had even done it one time was like the Packers or some shit, and the mm-hmm. Steelers had done it like three out of four years. He had a point, and it hasn't yeah. it hasn't happened in my, that much. But I remember it was you know what it was twenty sixteen. We played at Cleveland on a Sunday, and then we mm-hmm. played Thursday night at Indy for Turkey Day. So yes. it was even a, it was even more miserable because we fucking couldn't be home yes. for with our families. The, the, night, the night game. And yep. it was like, oh my god. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, but it it, it sucks. It sucks ass. Yeah. I, well, I, I just I look at how important Doggy these balls. games are, and I and I hate to see Frank it Johnny come down to uh, something like that, you know. And and let let's be honest. If it turns out that that Andrews is down for a significant amount of time, and Burrow is, people are just going to scream more about these these games on Thursdays. Granted, Burrow, I well, think, came I, in already hurt. But no, I, I understand trying no. to give Amazon a good game on Thursday because the slate of games that, that they have for Thursday night is shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I get it. I understand it. But a divisional game on a short week, that's it's bullshit. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Well, Those are really they, important games. And they've changed That's total bullshit. Yeah, they've they've changed the rules too because it, it used to be back in the day, it used to be that every NFL team was guaranteed at least one primetime game during the season, and they've right. done away with that. And when they first put Thursday night football in, it was kind of a way to be like, all right, well, we're going to put the shitty teams on Thursday night, so that that's their one primetime game that we don't have to take up like a. Sunday or a Monday night slot for the the shitty teams of the world, the Arizonas of the world, the New York Jets of the world, you know. Um, But now they did away with that rule. So there's teams that just don't have any primetime games. Then you got some that have five or six. Right. I I think five five is the limit, but then you can get flexed into more. So, yeah, it's stupid. 
Yeah, and, and speaking of the flex thing, we still don't have a definitive uh, start time for the indie game, which comes Correct. up in a few more weeks as well. It's, I think it's a week fifteen game, and yeah. um, you know, I, I don't, I don't see any reason why that won't be a one o'clock game right now. But um, then again, you you never know. But um, I, oh, I yeah, a couple of powerhouses in Indy and the Steelers. And well, Steelers. but They're but by that point. By that point, it could be just another game, or shit, we we could be leading the damn division. Who the hell knows? I, I mean, it's just. I, I mean, the, the, the AFC North was trying to be the first division to send all of their teams to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But it could still happened. Still happened. Maybe the Bengals fell behind last week, and now Burrow's hurt, and they're about to lose. Apparently, this week, mm-hmm. so it's not looking like that's real promising at this moment. I'm, yeah, I'm just I, I, if I he's down are. for a significant period, they're in deep trouble. Yeah, they're toast. Uh, yeah, I mean, and they started out bad, and and right. this is just another Burrow injury, and he he is. Well, I don't want to say he is their offense because they have Jamar Chase, and that guy is fuck. That guy's amazing. Mixon has played very well tonight. Mixon, oh. uh, Mixon has a pretty good line in front of him, but I, I mm-hmm. he's a talented kid for being a scumbag. Well, uh, yeah, there's that, but yeah. Um, Scarps, do you think this game coming up on Sunday is the biggest game yet for Kenny Pickett? It's the biggest game until the next one. Well, you know, that's why I paused, you know, because they're they're all big, but I, you know. It is the, it is the biggest game this week for him. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Perfect. It is the biggest game this week for him, but I will say that even even the even the biggest sunshine crew is starting to have their doubts about oh, wow. what he's capable You know what, of. dude? They're going to come back. They're going to come and, back. I've seen and, a lot of sunshiny posts after um, Tuesday. Hey, Casey will Casey will touch on this for sure. Um, the sunshine but, crew came after Scarps this week, and actually, it was pretty entertaining if you weren't Scarps. The fucking Browns, the 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 Browns sunshine crew came after me because I supported Baker Mayfield, which is one of the wildest things. I've ever seen. That was funny shit. But you know what that is? That's them admitting that you're right. They shit on that. What's guy. funny? What's funny about it is that, and for those who give a shit or don't, but I basically just said the the Browns the Browns had their guy in Baker Mayfield, and I they agree. fucking tossed them away. And they, yeah. t- I mean, he beat Bennett Hines Field. He went to he went to Arrowhead and he went toe to toe with Mahomes and I was reminded. Well, Mahomes didn't play the whole game. He didn't leave the game until the third fucking quarter. You noobs. So relax. And second of all, Rashard Higgins dropped. He caught a touchdown but fumbled the ball into the end zone right before yep. the half. Yep. Is that Baker's fault too? And anyway, oh by the way, he would have died on the field for your franchise. And yep. you know what you did? You said sorry. We like this guy that may or may not be good because he played the last time he played was in 2020 and he sat out all of 2021 because he liked getting handies at massage parlors. <laughs> and then when he couldn't do that, he was so he was he was so entitled that he would do it at home. And you know what? That's the first time I've ever actually like really went at the guy. Wait, but I what? had a bunch of what? He'd do it at home? Or whatever. He, he had massage therapists come right to his mas- home. Mas- no, mas- they didn't mas- go to his home. They, w- yes. they would go to hotel rooms. They what, didn't come okay, to his whatever. house. Whatever. He, he anyway. sought them out. 
No, no, no. I, I, I want to clarify this so okay. that everybody Please. realizes what a fucking Please. scumbag this guy is. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but he sought out massage therapists on Instagram. Okay. Yes. So he looked for massage on Instagram. So basically, he was looking for hookers. And then he had them come to hotels and signed a non disclosure agreement because the team found out what he was doing and said, oh, yeah, wait a minute, time out. You need to have them sign this because this could be a problem for us. So they got to sign this before they give you a handy. <laughs> and then when they walked into the hotel room, some of them thinking they were legitimately going to give him a massage, he was in happy baby position and naked and wanted them to, wanted them to rub him on the taint. Okay, this guy is a fucking scumbag. I'm, I'm to, I'm, I don't mean to laugh. Anyway, let me get back to my rant. So that's what I'm saying. But no, but the point is, so Browns fans, so most, I mean, it got it. Listen, I had to mute my notifications because it, it was picking up. And the last time something picked up like that, it was involved Antonio Brown, and that didn't end well. So I was trying to, like, avoid the PTSD. But it got a ton of likes, and that makes me believe that Browns fans actually like agreed with me. But I think a lot like, of them do. But, but the loudest of the loud were fucking were, were seeking comfort in the fact that they paid a guy two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed. And I even said, I was like, I feel bad for Browns fans. Like they didn't, they didn't fucking, they didn't hand over the money to Deshaun Watson or whatever. Right. But then, like, it was just like it's like. And then I heard, I heard so many, I heard so many, uh, heard so many, oh, somebody, somebody, uh, you should worry about your own quarterback. It's like, yeah, he fucking sucks. I know. I tell <laughs> yeah, me what you, what, yeah. What do you want us to say? I would, I would take, like, please give me Baker Mayfield over Kenny Pickett. God. Yes. It was like, it yes, was like, give me Derek like, Carr. And like, Derek like, Carr's not good. But like, I'm on. Uh, like, the, the Saints look bad. I'm on I, your I, side. I yeah. But Buccaneers aren't Listen, out of that division right, yet. Bad here's, as they here's, were. Here's what I'm, I'm, I'm getting. Say. I'm getting housed right now for for saying the word taint. Fuck you, Johnny. There Moving we on. are. All I'd right. like to, for the record, 34 minutes in. Thank you. Go ahead, Ian. Okay. There, there are four possible factors with Kenny Pickett right now. It is possible that all four are true. The one thing I can definitively say is all four are not false. At least one is true. But There's I, a lot I of whiskey. That's true. I don't know how many are true. Number one, as Ryan said, it is possible Kenny is not very good. Number two, <laughs> it is possible and probable that the coaching is so afraid of turnovers that they have coached all the aggressiveness out of him. Yeah. And he's not even like looking for more than a half second down the field before he checks it down. Mm -hmm. It's one number and two. Mm -hmm. Number three. The scheme is not designed to get guys open. The scheme is just like, we're going to send receivers out there and, oh, we're going to run the exact same friggin' play-action boot right that I saw on NCAA football 2004 with Larry Fitzgerald on the cover. So that, that play works. So we're going to run that one three separate times and have it fail all three not times. wrong. Or we run the same, like, Yankee cross play every time on third and long. Okay, okay, but all of those okay. things are That's, true. So oh, hold on. I haven't got to number oh, four oh, yet, yeah. <laughs> which is number four, that Kenny's not allowed to audible or change the calls. So Again, even if he gets true. Up the, okay, but, but like I said, I don't have enough information. I'm just an observer, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. in the, the room preparing for the game. I think all these things are true, but I don't know for certain. So All four of those things are true. 
Okay. <laughs> all of them. I said I said the only thing I could say definitively for a fact was all four are not false. It was possible that all four were true. Is all it, four po- of those is it, are is true. it possible for him to remove any of those four? Uh, the easiest would be number four to get the ability to audible at the line when he sees something that's like other other. I think all he can do is slide the protection. Like that's the okay. only thing we've seen him do. I think he but, can slide the protection and he can send hand signals to his receivers. And he doesn't necessarily. I'm sorry. Need Canada's permission to do so. He can just say, "Hey, listen. When I see this, I'm going to give you a hand signal, and I want you to run this route." What What about? What about number number one? Can he be better? Or is this it? Yeah. No, he can he can be better. He has to be more decisive. There were there was a play I tortured myself and I was at the game. So, you know, I didn't see as many replays as we saw on TV, all that. There was a play where he took a sack. They they had the ball in plus territory, like just across midfield. Mm-hmm. Pickens ran a double move. Pickett was looking Pickens' direction when he made the double move. The safety was in the middle of the field. If he puts that ball up right there on Pickens' outside shoulder and leads him, that's an easy touchdown. That's six points hands down. Mm -hmm. And he, he hesitated, but he was staring that way, so the safety started to come over, and then the protection broke down in front of him, so he had to scramble out of it and wound up taking a sack. But okay, like well, I, I, I just real quickly, I just want to yeah. offer a little bit of perspective here. Okay. Yes. Kenny is missing open receivers yep. and yes, he should start abandoning what his offensive coordinator is telling him to do, but the reads are set in a certain order and they're set by the OC and the hallmark of, of the Steelers offense is a lack of flexibility on the part of the players. They get off the line. There's no, there, there's no pre-snap read for the wide receiver. There's no pat. There's no post-snap read for the wide receiver. Likewise for the quarterback. So it's how many times have we seen a running back run to a gap that's closed when there's an open gap on the other side, because that is where he's been coached to go. No matter what you go here. Absolutely. There's no flexibility whatsoever in this fucking offense. That's terrible, should, but you're right. Should Kenny, should Kenny say, up your ass, I'm doing this? Yes, he absolutely should. That's what Ben did. Ben went, that's fucking stupid. I am doing this instead. He would get up to the line and tell guys audibly what route to run so that the, the defense could hear him and his shit still worked. Okay? So it's possible. Kenny and, could be better in, in this would, offense, but mm-hmm. this guy who's running the fucking offense sucks. And it's and I'm, he, he's crippling sorry. he's crippling that unit. And, I, and well, I'm gonna and, stop there. And I, I want to say, Ryan, I know you have a point. I want to say one more thing on top of that. And I agree with everything Ben said. The the first third down that they well, maybe it wasn't the first one. The third down they took the deep shot to Deontay. It was a terrible throw. He overthrew him by five yards. Yeah. Deontay got the pass interference call, which was a little bit of a touchy yeah. call. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah. That was, a, got... that was a rookie call. He, he wasn't even pulling okay. that hard. Let jersey. me finish my point. Uh, the pass interference doesn't matter. Okay. But 
the, the point was, I liked that throw by Kenny. Yes, it was third and two, but he had single coverage on the outside with a single safety high. If you get that, yeah. you take a shot. I fun of that. It was and and that that keeps that forces the defense to stay honest, especially early in the game. But he had a ton of single high looks with single coverage on the outside the rest of the game and didn't take it. I almost wonder, back to what I said previously, if he went to the sidelines after that drive, which they scored a touchdown on, and the coaches were like, Kenny, it was third and two. What are you throwing the ball down the field for? You got to keep it safe. We got to, we can't turn the ball over. We got to, you know, I, I feel like, and I have no proof of this, but I, I feel like that. They are so turnover averse that they are just afraid to be I, aggressive I, ever. Totally on board with that. So I, yeah. I'll turn it over to Ryan now. I just wanted to add in that point about there was that I, one deep throw I that I liked Hodges. and they went away. From I missed Duck Hodges and his ballsiness. That was fun. Well, Even though he wasn't good, yeah, but it was fun to watch. Who was his, who was his coordinator? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, Matt Kander. Randy. So. Randy. The, the here's here's the here's the thing and and this is the growing list uh of excuses for kenny pickett now includes well oh, well ben well ben's numbers weren't that great and early on yeah he had disproved that already yeah. Yeah. Twitter Ian, account. Yes. Ian destroyed yeah. that yes yeah. and 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 also ian i appreciate i appreciate your astuteness and your and your um and you're just enthusiasm for proving people wrong <laughs> um, <laughs> because he's good at it. Um, well, you know, but Ian does the, and, look at the data and actually look at it like well, objectively well, and go, well, as, as yeah, we all know, as we no. all know, what a concept. as we, as we all know, picket stands don't like facts and context, but well, I yeah, just don't like context at all, which is why they hate I, you. I want to, I want to say this, um, <laughs> go, just go back and look, at early Ben highlights. And I want to be clear about this. Yeah, you know what? Ben had a better coordinator in Ken Wisenhunt. He had a better QB coach in Mark Whipple, who actually was Kenny, was Kenny Pickett, coordinator. offensive coordinator. Yep. But the point being is that go back and look at Ben early on, and this dude definitely made shit happen. He made shit happen with his legs. He would brush people off. And the other thing, too, is, and Bill Cower has said this repeatedly, is that Bill Cower would get pissed off when Ben would play street ball. And they would laugh about it. it, it Bill Cower has said this for years and is, mm -hmm. is as recent as being on Ben's podcast. And Cower with his chin, you know, you know, like, sorry, I got a little like Sergeant I got a little Slaughter. Cower. Let me see if I can do my Cower impression right now. <laughs> but anyway, the point being is that even Cower was like, don't know Ben, don't go off script, don't play street ball. And you know what? It got Cower his only fucking Super Bowl because Ben was a killer early on, and he was a killer late in his career. And he was allowed and to stay aggressive and play his game. And exactly, it didn't you don't matter. Think, he wasn't allowed. He was told not to. He did it anyway. But th but he, but that's the thing. You don't think fucking Roth? You don't think Ken Wisenhunt was like, dude? Just fucking, just fucking do what you're told. And he's like, 
nah, dude, I'm 6'5", and no. I'm going to shrug off this fucking linebacker no. when, and make a fucking ben point. When Ken Wisenhut left, Ben went on do. record. And it was Ben ran on record when Ken Wisenhut left and was like, yeah, I." there were things that Ken and I just didn't agree on. Wiz and I just didn't agree on things, and I, I – yeah, it, whatever. I think, I, I think the same thing's happening in Buffalo right now. I, I really do with Josh Allen. I, I, I think they have really stripped his ability to just freelance – Play some street ball, and I think he's not being aggressive yeah, anymore. To, to, to the street ball point that Scarps yeah. made, uh, this is a thing that Ben did his entire career, and and Tomlin referred to it as no more John Wayne, no more John right. Wayne. Yeah, no and, more and John Wayne. Ben looked at him and said, "I only know one way to play, Coach." Hey, hey, you know, and you know what? Who got him? Who got Tomlin his only Super Bowl? Yep. Fucking John Wayne, because that the best defense that the Steelers had in the last 30 years absolutely got torched by a guy that used to bag groceries and a pretty hey, good receiving core. That, yep. They didn't get torched, I would say, until the fourth quarter, but that was ridiculous. Yeah. That yeah. that yeah. defense was literally generational. They gave up 172 yards yeah. a game during the regular season. Kurt Warner threw for 181 yards on them in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Alone. It was Kenny had Kenny had like sick. 82 at the half. So. <laughs> Actually, sad. that was that was 60. Kurt Warner threw for more yards in the fourth quarter of Super Bowl 43 against one of the best defenses in NFL Ever. history over the past 30 years. Mm-hmm. He had 60 more yards than Kenny Pickett did on Sunday in the whole game against the fucking Green Bay Packers. I am who just as good saying, as the fucking Shaler Titans defense. That that <laughs> game, that game proved to me that Kurt Warner actually was a fucking Hall of Famer. Well, and granted, don't get me wrong, he had Larry Fitz. Yeah. Greatest hands it's ever. Bolden. Greatest yep. hands ever. And Stevie more, B. Stevie has more, has more tackles. And Larry Fitz has more tackles than he does drops in his career. Truth. More tackles as an offensive player that he does that he does drops. Yeah, that's how good right. the guy's hands were. Fucking sick, yeah. but still, right. that's a pretty goddamn good quarterback. I, uh, yeah. we, you know, one guy that that we've been pretty hard on um, in this show is Patrick Peterson. Um, Great game last week. He he look the block I'm extra point turned out to be wasn't just really that. the most device decisive. That, yeah, game. I wanted to talk about that. Please. And we've kind of skimmed over oh, this no. whole Oh, that's fine. This is this has been an atypical show. Usually we spend like an hour talking about the previous game and then five minutes talking about the next game. Yeah, right. We've actually talked more about the upcoming game than the previous game. It's but Bizarro part podcast tonight. Yes, it is. Also, Mark said hard on, but that was funny. Um, <laughs> so at any rate. That <laughs> Ian's kids aren't watching this show. That that blocked extra point completely changed the dynamic of the game because yep. they make that extra point. The end of the game, they're not thrown into the end zone anymore. They're kicking a field goal to send the game to overtime. Yep. But even before that, the prior drive when Peterson made the tip in the end zone that Keanu Neal intercepted, the dude just played better. Well, out. well, hold on, hold on. That drive, do they do they make that throw into the end zone on third down if they only need a field goal to tie, or do they play it more conservative, kick the field goal to tie, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the end of the game they're driving for a for game winning field win. goal? You realize yeah, the only person of, on this show right now that understands what you're saying is me, right? I'm here. 
What am, what am I doing? Okay. Okay. They didn't mean to insult and, you guys. Yeah, but but at any rate, P- Peterson's blocked extra point completely changed the dynamic yes. of the Packers' last two drives, which resulted in our two interceptions during the game. So because they had to force the ball to the end zone because yep. they were down by four. That was a, a huge play in the game, and nice to see him finally be a contributor. But he also did it on defense, too. The the tip That's really – I mean, that. That, that was – yeah, where's I mean, that like been? It, in coverage – yeah. He was good. Yeah. He played he played reps a little bit on the outside, but mainly he played in the slot and in safety. And, and he played well in coverage. And I was like, where has this guy been? Two, two what, things. What happened here? At safety especially, I'm like, maybe we should just make him a free safety. That was my thought when I was watching the game last week. Maybe I was, they should just make him a fucking free safety full time. I was actually surprised when Neil <laughs> got hurt that they didn't put Peterson at free safety and move KZ to what strong. Hell, Melvin? Because how did you get that in there? I don't know how many times I tried to type that word and it won't let me. You're not allowed. <laughs> I've put filters on yours. But okay, but but when when KZ got hurt, I really thought they were going to put Peterson at at safety with KZ. Yeah, I did too. But they put uh Trenton Thompson in the game and I was like I I was sitting there in my seat and I was like who the fuck is 17? I was like who's who's this guy mm-hmm. out here? Mm-hmm. And I was like oh Thompson I remember him from the preseason okay. Um but yeah so apparently Thompson's going to start this week per it's the what rumor. Jim Wexel heard him say at his locker so um but yeah. okay Let, let's put this in context. Thompson was told you're going to start so that he prepared himself to start. Doesn't yes. necessarily mean he's going to for sure. Okay, well, injury, there's, injury there's, there's a good likelihood. Yeah. So basically, what they did was they pulled him aside and they were like, "Grady John, Grady Johnson, Grady, Grady Brown, Grady, Grady Brown, Brown, isn't it? Yeah, Grady Brown pulls him aside and says, listen, you're going to start this week, so you need you need to prepare yourself for that.' Now, don't get me wrong. If Keanu Neal somehow comes around and he's there, he's the starter. But uh, you know, they needed Thompson to prepare himself emotionally, mentally, for the fact that he's the starter. He played seven snaps last week. You're going yeah, no, seven I, snaps I, to the starter. And I think that's the way you have to approach it. You, I, you need him to be ready. I love that Mark has left this comment on the screen this entire time. <laughs> oh, you notice that? <laughs> yeah. That was well oh, done. Oh, wait, wait. This one, when I say, fuck you, Johnny, it will not post. But fuckity huh. fuck, it did post. That's some fucking bullshit. Uh, that's yes. correct, Melvin. He does have a rib injury. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go, Go ahead, Ryan. No, yeah. So, Claude, I just, just to your point, I didn't mean grocery bagger in, in, in the way you thought. I, I, I was simply just saying that Tomlin is a defensive guy, and he had arguably one of the best defenses of the past 30 years, and, and they let him down. And if Ben didn't play the way Ben has played his whole career – they probably wouldn't have won that Super Bowl. Anyway, getting okay. back to Patrick Peterson and how the Steelers have been fortunate this season. Patrick Peterson, yes, made a great play. What are the chances, though, that he tipped, he tips the ball and it goes out of bounds and the Packers are still in good position? Like, yeah. There are so many things yeah. that have happened. There are so but, many things yeah. that have happened – this year, mm-hmm. and and I tweeted this earlier this week, but the Steelers are essentially the fourth most fortunate team in the league right now. And the three teams above them, one is the Chargers, one is Wait, the Giants, we're not, we're and one the is the Packers. Fortunate? 
Really? I thought we were, we're the, the most fourth. Fortunate. We're the fourth. We're the fourth wow. most fortunate. So That's got, hard to believe, but okay. So you got the, the Chargers, the Chargers who are four and five, the Packers who are three and six, the exact inverse of us, yep. and then the Giants who are terrible. So I sit there and I say, okay, Patrick Peterson, did he play better? I don't know. Is it part of fortune or, or what? Because like how many times this year has Patrick Peterson looked absolutely terrible yeah. and he has, and he has on, one decent game. I'm just, I'm just going to say on tape, he looked good. I was surprised. I was shocked, especially in the slot in instances where I was, a, I was sure that a guy running a slot go route, actually a slot corner route was going to, fucking light him up he looked good and he ran he ran stripe to stripe of the guy and it was just like yeah. wow where has that guy been you know, and here's 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 the other thing about this is is as you look at this as you look at this schedule and yeah you know i know it's i i said this earlier it's a week to week thing but they're realistically not going if burrow is out they're realistically not going to face a half decent quarterback until mm-hmm. Week 17 at Seattle with Geno Smith and then at Baltimore. So I don't Which know. could be a backup if Baltimore wraps it up by then. Yeah. And I, I don't know what to th- like Baltimore is about to or, go to eight and three. Or we could I, be playing on Sunday night for the division title. Who knows? Yeah, also true. Exactly. Oh, the range the range of possibilities here is ridiculous because. Which is the cool thing about the NFL. Yeah. 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 yeah it's just like. The, the possibilities are we could either – any game we go into from here on out, I was looking at our schedule and I was like – Lose every one of them. I could see us winning that game, but I could also see us oh, losing that no game. Question. It's like every game's a coin flip, yeah. and it's just but, – but you can't argue with the fact that Scarps has brought up that Mike Tomlin over time has found a way to win these games. Like – Every other team has these regressions to the mean that it's like you win so many one score games, you're going to come back down to earth, you know, the next year. We've seen it with the Giants Mike, and the Vikings this year. 22 the last two seasons and one score games. Yeah, it's Gosh. it's insane that like it, it's it's like that the the you know, the meme from Breaking Bad like he can't keep getting away with this, but he does. They he keep does. doing it. Um and you know, it was funny because you know, before the game, the people that sit around me at the stadium kind of know that, like, I'm a stats guy and because I can't help myself. I just spout stuff off during the game. And, uh, you know, I, I said before the game, I was like, if we can get to 24 today, I don't think this team can score 23 because I don't think Green Bay is good enough. And I, Jordan Love made some throws. I didn't think he was capable of making. Jordan he, Love's good. He yeah, looked really good. Impressed with him. Um, is Jordan but, Love better than Kenny Pickett? Yes. Uh, yes. But See, and, and, and honestly, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So uh, what? But what, but but at what any rate, what, what I was is, is what I was getting to was no. that 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 did hold true because they only scored nineteen. But after after the game, just because I couldn't help myself because it was another one of those like I can't believe we friggin' won this game. I was I was kind of just like I was like it's never or, you know what this was it was right it was right towards the end of the game. Like I think it was the last time out. I was I was like, it's never easy. And I was like, fuck, even when we were good, it was never easy. And someone like sitting down the row from me was like, 
you know what, dude? You're right. Even when we were good, it was never easy. <laughs> like, well, it's never. Well, it's, the NFL loves this. Are you yeah. kidding me? They don't want. They don't want thirty to ten games every yeah. every week. They love but, this shit. But like, look look back at the the 2008 year when we won the Super Bowl. Which, granted, we played a lot of really fucking good teams that year. Yeah, it was but a hard schedule. It was a really hard schedule. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of close games that year too. Yep. We we just we it's never easy. So for us, no. I don't know. For other teams, sometimes it is easy, but for us, it's never easy. No, and and and, and I and, and here, I'm not, I'm not going to discredit that, but I do want to say that how has that helped us since the start of the 2017 season? What? In, in terms of getting to the postseason and and winning in the postseason. How, I mean, how I, has... I would just tell you, like, like honestly, since okay, 2019 on, this has not been a good team offensively. They've they're just not good. Like you had been for a couple of years there, and you wanted to believe because it's still been. So you know, blah blah blah, and it's been, and he'll drive us down. And there are two minutes left, and we're close, so he can win games. Yada yada, blahzy blah, and he's been. So you're trying to give him those you know, those last years, mm-hmm. but this has not been a good team offensively since, well, really not a good team offensively since 2018, 2018. at all. And then 2019 awful. And, uh, 2029, all those years since not good offensively. Right. So mm-hmm. we're, we're Love being you, Melvin. Honest, Thank you. Right. <laughs> And I don't make shit up like Carissa Thompson, just so you know. Yeah, I know. Whoa! Sparps totally makes shit up as he goes along about all of us. But everything else is actually true. But the rest of us, he makes up. Just the three three guys in this show, he makes shit up about. So when he's talking shit about us, he's lying. I just want you guys to know that. Casey will talk about Carissa Thompson later. But I've, I've worked with Carissa Thompson many times. She's wonderful. And she absolutely that was a stupid candid moment. (laughs) She absolutely fucking used the information that she she asked about. So like I think she was (laughs) no 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 no. I want to be serious. Like I think she was just probably having a little bit of fun, like on a podcast. Yeah. Maybe she had a couple fucking eight percent surge white claws. I don't know. Are you drinking the eight percent surge white claw right now? No, I got the rancher. So, so this is my new favorite. You got sauce. ranch water, don't you? Ranch water, but this yep. is this this is the margarita version. It is oh. really good. Um, okay. But and I'm I'm about to get another one before Casey. Tell your wife it. she's actually in a in a lesbian relationship, just so she's aware. I, I mean, it's, 20, it's 2023. We could do whatever, you know. It's fine. Uh, oh my god! That is my god. Cut his bit the mute no, I'm just teasing. But no, but but no, Carissa Thompson, I think she was just having a little bit of fun and maybe said something like, you know, stupid and she's gonna get roasted and fired eventually for it. And fucking and... Andrea Kramer's on her fucking high horse, and it's Ooh, like Melvin, right, yeah, red, red, red yes. breast. You know what? I, I, I love me some 12 year red breast. Mark, red breast is amazing. You, yeah, you love some red breast. I did. It's fantastic. It's delicious. I, that is the, the smoothest stuff I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it is very tasty. Yeah, Irish. Uh, I eat Irish. Good man, Melvin. Good man. Uh, ben has uh, Chooks Okorafor played, or well, no, has he started oh, his final game for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, 
probably. But let's yeah. put this in context, okay? Yeah. Um, they were going to put this kid on, on the field. They were going to put Broderick Jones on the field. They, had, they yeah, were going they to. Yep. And the problem was, to this point, anyway, Dan Moore mm-hmm. is not very good at right tackle. He just doesn't feel comfortable there. He just can't do it. And Broderick Jones is like, whatever, coach. I'll do whatever you tell me. I don't care. And he's a ridiculous athlete. It's not like, and I'm going to be very, 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 very frank. Broderick Jones is not winning reps because he's got good technique. Okay? He doesn't. Mm -hmm. His technique Mm -hmm. sucks. It's not good. But he's a ridiculous athlete. So he keeps winning reps because his tech, his his athleticism is so fucking good. He doesn't even hold run blocks for that long. I mean, he's bashing the shit out of guys. He doesn't yeah. have to when he's throwing no. guys to the ground. Right, when they're getting tossed to the side. He's bashing the shit out of guys, but he's not holding run blocks for that long or getting himself to the next level after he hits that guy. Like So he, he right. takes one guy out, but then he's off balance, so he can't get to the next guy. So this is a question of just a young player in maturation. He's going to be ridiculously good. Yeah. yeah. If the Steelers are smart, he's our left tackle for the next forever because this kid is ridiculous. But this year, this mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. it's going to be Dan Moore at left tackle and Broderick Jones at right. And they were going to play Broderick Jones no matter what. It was going to happen. And Tomlin found an excuse. Right. Because Chuke said some shit on the sideline about about the play calling and god damn it he was right they call the same fucking plays over and over and over again he was right he was mm-hmm. right yeah. don't fucking and, bitch about it and, and they they were not averaging good runs and they kept calling the same fucking plays again and he was he was bitch about it and i i honestly i don't blame him but by the same token when you got a kid behind you who's looking yeah. to play and the coaches are looking to play. You don't fucking do that because Tom will go, Oh yeah, well, that's fine. We'll play this kid in your place. And guess what? No drop off. None. Yeah. In fact, some people are going to be like, yeah, that's good. It's good. It's glad that you did that because uh, the run blocking is actually better on that side now. So and good. Yeah. No, go ahead. Ryan. Well, no, I just, you know, in, in, and, and, like, people on Twitter were like, oh, Chooks quit. And I'm like, he didn't fucking quit. quit. He literally was like, we should just fucking kneel the ball because we're not going to do fucking anything with it. And, like, and I <laughs> don't he's, know. He's not saying anything that millions of fans don't say every week. He, 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 he didn't say, like, say he didn't no. say that they should kneel the ball. He was complaining about the fact that they were running the same running plays. Right. Specifically Which running Which we say plays. all the time. Oh, yes. And, and, and he and, was right. And yeah, and you know, the, you know, the re- the reporter that reported it doesn't always have the best. Jerry, track. huh? Jerry, no, it was Jerry. No, no, no. It it was Jerry. It was Jerry or, Dulac. It was before Jerry. It was before DK. Jerry. That guy, whatever. That yeah, yeah, him. But but, but Jerry Dulac specifically said I, I what he said was that the the run plays. When they were down in the third quarter, 17 to three being exactly the same, we're down. These run plays aren't fucking working and he keeps fucking calling them. Yeah. Yes. And that I, I is 
the, the other guy said something different in fans. Yeah, but he was wrong. What did, what did that guy say? Basically, that the Chook said to just quit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, uh, it, Chook, what Chook said was long before that because and why would, what, and what that be, guy said no, was that 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 it was said in the last two minutes and they should just go out and take a knee. No, and, that wasn't and, what he said. And fucking Chooks, like, Chooks is not dumb. Like, he definitely knows Broderick Jones is already breathing down his neck. He was probably yep. pissed off that we didn't fucking do anything. And by the way, at that time, Mitch Trubisky was in the fucking game. Yeah, that's all terrible. True. Yeah, Mitch Canada, had a good game. Canada yeah. calls the same bullshit and third-grade plays every week. Um, yeah, and, and, if you want to have some fun, go on my Twitter account and look at the the shutting up now the two play diagrams that I posted of you know the the play action rollout play and then the third and long crossing pattern play and then go watch the tape of the game and see how many times those two plays show up because it's not fun it's not fun yes you're right you are correct that that is not fun it's hilarious if you have a few drinks and are like they're fucking running this play again why not i mean that would be super fun if it's a it's a drinking game unto itself yeah it's no it's well but but that's exactly it like it seems like every game we have, there's a report that like, oh, the defensive players knew what the offense was going to run. It's like, no shit. We run the same plays every every third and long. We're running right. the same play. Like, it's not a surprise. Even the last play of the game or the, the last offensive play that got called back on offensive pass interference, when we actually did throw over the middle of the field that everybody's saying like, oh, this Kenny Pickett had zero passes over the middle. Technically, that's correct, but the one completion he did have got called back on offensive pass interference. It was still the same middle crossing route. It was that Calvin Austin ran into the guy covering George Pickens, and Pickens was wide open. Yep. So it was still the same damn play. It's not a surprise. It's that they only have like six plays in their playbook. This is less impressive than a high school offense, but we've been saying that all year. So right, yeah. right. What well, so yeah. Uh, what are the Steelers going to do with their inside linebacker position this week? We touched on a little bit about the fact that, you know, Cleveland, if they come run heavy, then we're probably in a decent position with Roberts and Roberts Robinson, because that's what they excel at. Um, there's some talk about Michael Walker, who who's got some experience having played in Atlanta, had over a hundred tackles last year for them, but there's also a reason that he is on the practice squad um, and, and will likely be elevated if he hasn't been already. Um, so what, Ben, what the hell are they going to do at inside linebacker this week? Uh, they're going to do what they have left, which is, uh, they're going to start <laughs> Landon Roberts and Mark Robinson, yep. and they're going to play the run because this team runs the ball a lot and they have a quarterback who's going to be running a, a bunch of RPOs, which means that it's short yardage passes anyway. So it's fine this week. It's fine. But next week versus the Bengals in a different offense, even if it is a backup quarterback versus a different offense, Mm -hmm. it's going to be – it's not going to be effective. And and, and we're all going to come out of this game, I think, fired up, having won a divisional game, and I think we're going to win. Not by a lot, but I think we're going to win. Um, 
and I, I think that that fans are going to be talking shit, yada yada, going on. But uh, you got the Bengals; they're going to have a they're going to have a little mini buy. Gives them more time to prepare for the Steelers. Yep, they can watch the game real time. They can watch the tape after the fact. They can watch all our tape before that for three days. Gives them more time to prepare for the Steelers. And on top of that, I just don't think that the Steelers' defense, as currently constituted, is ready for that team. So I I have some concerns going Mm -hmm. forward with our linebacker position. But, uh, yeah, it's not going to be – it ain't going to be pretty for a while. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, probably not major concern, major concern for sure. Um, all right, guys, uh, about an hour, 10 minutes in here. So let's, uh, move towards the predictions as the Steelers once again, play Sunday, 1 PM at the mistake by the lake, six and three Steelers, six and three Browns. And with the Ravens, uh, oh, winning tonight says he's drunk. Yeah. yeah it's, you never know. Um, Ravens winning tonight. That means the Steelers will uh, need a victory to to Ratbirds. keep pace. Say it right. It's Rat, Rat sorry, Birds. Yes. Rat Birds. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Scarps. What do you have for this Sunday's game? What is your prediction? He has um, rounds thirty-seven. Steelers now. No, the, the last time I picked the Steelers to win, they lost. So I just got to keep picking them to lose. Um, but no, I, I, I'm I'm being real right now. The Browns' defense, like I said, is going to be fired the fuck up. And I know, I know, I know that the Browns is the Browns. But I'm telling you right now that Kenny Pickett is going to shit his pants. And (laughs) this isn't going to be pretty. It hasn't been in however long. But this time, the Steelers do not come out on the good side. And I have the Browns. Up, I have the Browns 19 12. 19 12. Wow. Okay. I think that was a presidential election year. Um, Ian, what do you got for prediction? Oh, me. Was that 19 12? Was that Woodrow Wilson? He yeah, sucked. He was one of yeah. the worst presidents. Anyway. Very, very intelligent person, but a real dumbass. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. All right, donkey balls. Yeah. Okay. So I agree with Ryan that the Browns defense is going to be fired up. And, but honestly, for, for the Browns to win this game, they're going to need to get multiple turnovers and have a splash play on special teams. They, they basically need to have that like, Josh Cribbs performance that they got that one like weird ass Thursday night game that we were there when it was negative 40 degrees when was that was Josh Cribbs, right? He returned yes. a kick for yeah, they, yep. they be us like 13 to six or something yep. stupid like that. You know that punt return game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, that fucking sucked. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, they, they basically need that to happen to win. Um, Looking back at the first game we played against them, you know, Watson was bad, but they really didn't run the ball well after 
Chubb went out with the exception of one long run by Jerome Ford where he took it to the right and then cut it all the way back to the left and scored mm-hmm. like a 70-yard touchdown because we didn't have backside contain. I I think the run the, they're going to run the ball a lot. We're going to have to play good run defense. But I don't know how well we can move the ball against their defense either. Their defense is really darn good. Yeah. So, and Jim Schwartz is a, a good defensive coordinator. I think it's going to be, uh, like we said, a, a low scoring slugfest, a, a rock fight, as Ryan <laughs> likes to say. Yeah. So, I'm going to go. Uh, I, but that, that being said, for some reason, the Steelers team has been able to get turnovers at, at key points in time. Yep. So, and I think the Browns are starting two backup tackles. Is that correct against Highsmith and Watt? So I'm going to go Steelers, Steelers 19, Browns 13. Okay. So we I almost have 1912. I, I almost went 1913, but I almost went 1916. But like, yeah, maybe 1613. I'll go. I'll stick with 1913. It's a field goal fest. All right. Okay. And what do you got for a prediction? Uh, again, close game. Bet the under. Um, mm. actually, I don't know what the under is, but um, I'm gonna. It's go like 36. With... It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. high. That's high. It's, it's like for this Iowa game, that, that's high. I I don't see it. Uh, I got I got Steelers 16, Browns 13. Uh, 16, I I just 13. don't. I don't see either team being super effective on offense. You got a couple of good opportunistic defenses. Browns' defense is better, no mm-hmm. question. Uh, Browns' offense, I think, is more prone to mistakes than our offense, um, which is like really averse to mistakes, which makes them not as effective, in my opinion. But setting that aside for the moment, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, yeah, I know. I'm just going to say it. I would settle for like one, one pick every one or two weeks for one or two touchdowns additional, well, fine. This, you know, one or two passing touchdowns additional on this, this, this offense. Now I, that would be a fine trade-off. I'd be fine with it. Like if, if, if Kenny threw a, 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 a few more picks, but he got a, a bunch more touchdowns, fine, fine, fine. Anyway, setting that aside, uh, I got 19, excuse me, I said 16 Steelers, yeah. 13 Brownies, uh, because they're the Browns, and it's just, shit just happens because Cleveland. I don't know why. I don't understand it. Fuck you, Johnny, you're wrong. Drink. <laughs> um, I just don't, I don't know. I don't I, get it. It's going to be a close game. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be stunned if this isn't close. I expect mistakes from both quarterbacks. Uh, I think what boils down to is which quarterback makes bigger mistakes, meaning do they do they fumble in the pocket? Uh, do they throw interceptions? But do those interceptions get returned for touchdowns? Do those fumbles get picked up and taken all the way back? You know, I, I I don't know, but I I think it's going to be ugly. It's going to be close, and Tomlin has already proven recently, and of course this year that he just finds ways to win. So I will take the Steelers this week, seventeen sixteen. 
Uh, <laughs> yep. That's right. One fucking point. One point. I think it's going to be that nuts. Are we all buzzed now? Or is it just. Absolutely. But we are just in time for the arrival of the late, great Mr. Casey Kasem. And hopefully he is ready from coast to coast. Casey is coast to coast. American Top 40. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was November 16, 1988. Our favorite correspondent, Ryan, is once again back with us, and he writes, Dear Casey, Oh, Kenny, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. That's, of course, Tony Basil. That's, that's of course, a parody of Tony Basil's Mickey, which is considered one of the greatest one-hit wonders of all time. No, it's not, Ken- but okay. <laughs> Don't Kenny interrupt Pick- Casey. Kenny Piggin is a lot like a one-hit wonder, considering he's only decent for one quarter. <laughs> Tony Basil also recently turned 80 years old, oh which is 1.6 more than Kenny Pickett's career passer rating. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny isn't having the best couple of weeks. His play oh is... His play has been poor and doesn't even come close to what a first-round pick should be doing. This whole fake-it-until-you-make-it philosophy seems a little bit unsustainable. Then again, he could one day end up being like Carissa Thompson, who's just like Indiana Jones on the sidelines, making shit up as she goes. She got the internets all pissed off today with her comments. She's probably just making a joke, but you know, there's no such thing as humor anymore. Unless you're talking about the Steelers offense. Casey, I'll admit it was great to see the Steelers running at will, albeit against the Packers defense that looked like a team that finished three and six in the Whippeal Quad A. Shout out to Ian, the Whippeal guru for inspiration for that joke. Anyways, despite the success in the run game, the passing game looked awful. Looked awful. Guys running in the same spots again, the same rollouts, the same concepts. It's exhausting and it's not sustainable. I don't care what the Steelers' sunshine crew says. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of the sunshine crew, the new excuse for Pickett is that he doesn't have enough talent to work with. I agree <laughs> that coaching, scheme, philosophy, concepts, they all need refined, but the talent is there. Another growing excuse is that the coaches ruined Pickett. Listen, I know he had one good season in 10 years at Pitt, and it was <laughs> and it was against a watered-down ACC, but that doesn't mean he was going to be good at this level. But hey, I get it. He's your boy. He is him. He is bad medicine. Well, Ryan, <laughs> you're in for three. Up three spots this week to number one. Here's Bon Jovi off of their album, New Jersey, which is where Kenny Pickett is from. Here's Bad Medicine. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm going to take Melvin's comment and I'm going to run with it. Uh, if we had a Hall of Fame for Casey that good one. Uh, entries, uh, that one's easily top three. That was a good one. Uh, so, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a, hall, a Hall of Fame worthy. Uh, uh, that was that was a good, really good one. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid we ever get a talented quarterback again. It'll ruin this whole fucking bit. <laughs> uh, hey, just a reminder that uh, next week is Thanksgiving, and we do not want to interrupt your well family feuds. And everything else. So, or your turkey coma. You get a grunk with your friends from high school. That would be awful. Yeah, that too. Uh, So, we're going to go on Tuesday next week, and it's possible there could be an overtime. Uh, Possible. I didn't say there was, I said possible. Probably not Uh, happening. As as some do not have to work the next day. in, in any case, we'll uh, we'll see. But uh, thanks again to everybody. We absolutely we, we 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 love you guys. It's just incredible. Every single week you're with us, and we are <laughs> we are really really uh, honored, flattered, all of those things. And I thanks love. I love that. I love that our listeners comment on my Casey's because right. apparently <laughs> I've been lacking in the Casey department. <laughs> well, we didn't want to well, say anything, right. in, Ryan. But in your you defense, know. I wrote one for you That's that you true. tried to read drunk and off and your I ass in Atlanta. COVID, man. But but the fact that he read it—that's true—while he was still drunk for the first yeah. time actually made it that much better. He like he went into it cold and also drunk. <laughs> That was actually a pretty good Casey, in my opinion. No, oh, that was fantastic. I am just saying that was pretty good. I mean, it was it was so bad it was good. He he, he could barely make out the Werther's original. He's like, joke. <laughs> He's like I can't. Atlanta Star from- is still on the mend. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I might not be fucking back until the <laughs> Atlanta Scarps is still at the Circle K. Oh God. Uh, Anyway. Hey, you guys don't need white claws. Again, it's like you got the tall boys too. Thanks, appreciate it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> now he's rolling. I'll never get this fucking right, show over go. with. By the uh, way, hey, make sure you check out the site stillsitblitz.com. Yeah. Yes, Ian. Yeah. By the way, for those of you uh, in Pittsburgh, go to uh, Insur- Insurrection Ale. Ale. Works. Fine. I have more yes. whiskey. Yeah, great little place. Works in uh, Heidelberg, technically. Yep. Um, which is about the size of a postage stamp. But Mark hey. and I met up there. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a hole in the wall. You wouldn't even know it's there from the no. outside. What's it called? Insurrection Ale Works. Yes. Ale delicious, Works. Delicious yep. beer. Yes. Fantastic. Mark and I had a good time there. beer, though. So it's like not quite as good as what we get here. But you uh, know, no, I I had fun. a Ish. I had a West Coast IPA that was quite good. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I had two different uh, hazy IPAs that were very good. Yeah. Um, they oh, did a great yeah. job. Well, yeah. Good for you guys. Great job. Yeah, yeah. well, piss off. Uh, anyway, thanks so much, guys. Uh, check out the site. Make sure you uh, uh, subscribe if you haven't already and leave us all kinds of wonderful messages. We'd love to see those. And Send all anyway, hate mail to Steel Dad. Yeah, I get all that anyway. But he, it's like Steelers he doesn't freak. know I get We need that. to get together someday and fucking... Spin some Drink. vinyls. Some, spin some vinyls and Drink. spin some yam yams. Uh, all right, we're getting out of here. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. And as always, go Steelers. Ravens suck. Call God, C U E U P U. Fuck.